good morning everybody and uh, good evening also to those who are joining in uh, i am sweet 16 today if you can think like that <laughs> sweet 16 should i say okay thank you very much for all those who have wished me and now let us continue so we are doing uh, shrimad bhagavatam canto 11 part 2 This is a new chapter we are starting today, and that chapter is fourteen. It says, "Lord Krishna explains the yoga system." Now, this is an important chapter because uh, again, it's a continuation of teachings for Uddhava. Now, Uddhava's teachings are going on continuously. So, when Uddhava's teachings are going on, this is also a very, very significant and an important chapter. We had done last chapter where the hamsa gives a sort of a teachings so when sri krishna comes in the form of hamsa and gives the teachings to brahma's children so in this it is lord krishna explains the yoga system <clears throat> what is yoga yoga is simplified in union with god yoga means union with god not acrobatics everybody believes acrobatics is yoga i mean today it is not only acrobatics it is something else mixed with something else and they have made a hash of yoga okay it's more like a yoga than a yoga so let us <laughs> so let us see what this chapter says shri uddhava said my dear krishna the learned sages who explain vedic literature recommend various processes for perfecting one's life considering these varieties of viewpoints my lord please tell me whether all these processes are equally important or whether one of them is supreme now you know our vedas basically is like a library full of them think about 12 lakh verses all rolled into every word in every verse every word every single word has a significant meaning imagine all those verses put together it means a whole pile of knowledge which is what the framework talks about now in that 12 lakh verses that is 1.2 million verses hardly a few verses are available to us because most of it is lost both these verses get transmitted by means of smriti and shruti basically it talks about memory you have to memorize them and then pass them on to the next generation and the next generation and the next generation remember when in the ancient times people did not know to you know write there were no writing materials there was nothing available so then what is it that was available whatever was available was called memory and so if i have taught to my children then my children will teach their children and so on and so forth but in yogic times in in those ancient times children were not born out of sexual union they were born out of the mind as they say mind means it is not necessary that they have to be born physically the way they are they could be generated by means of just a thought a thought process was sufficient enough to generate the future generation so 
ट्रांसमिशन ऑफ नॉलेज हैपन फ्रॉम वर्ड ऑफ माउथ वर्ड ऑफ माउथ इट वॉज हर्ड बाय समबडी एल्स दैन द इट वेंट ऑन एंड ऑन एंड ऑन एंड येस टूडे वी कैन से चाइनीज विस्पर्स मीन्स वॉट इफ आई टेल वन पर्सन द अदर पर्सन सेज टू अनदर पर्सन देन द अदर पर्सन सेज टू अनदर पर्सन एंड बाय द टाइम इट कम्स बैक टू मी द होल मीनिंग हैज चेंज एवरीथिंग हैज चेंज बट वेदास वर बाय हार्टेड वर्ड टू वर्ड बट दे वर ऑल लॉस्ट सो दिस क्वेश्चन हियर वॉज टू कृष्णा वेदर दीज थिंग्स विच आर देयर इन दिस वेदास इज इट ऑफ वैल्यू शुड वी टेक एवरीथिंग एज the absolute truth or should we take a part of it so krishna is going to answer my dear lord you have clearly explained the process of unalloyed devotional service by which a devotee removes all material association from his life enabling him to fix your fix his mind on you so in the last chapter and the chapter before that krishna had explained to uddhava how to have single pointed devotion to the lord one pointed and he had explained in detail what it means to be devoted to the lord so in this he is asking a different question the supreme personality of god had said by the influence of time the transcendental sound of vedic knowledge was lost at the time of annihilation therefore when the subsequent creation took place i spoke the vedic knowledge to brahma because i myself am the religious principle enunciated in the vedas so there are various yugas which have happened one two three four and many of them have come and gone each yuga comprises of four of them which means the first one is called krita age is called the age of krita then it is treta then it is dwapar and the last one is kali yuga all these comprises of millions of years of life after these are over so after the kali yuga is finished there is annihilation everything goes black everything goes down under not australia down under means everything gets covered by means of water and yes and everything then happens to rejuvenate itself out once again so how does it come about so there is another generation which comes about but as the passage of time everything got lost so krishna says in every yuga i keep on coming back again and again and again and again actually is his is like he's on a continuous you know coming and going thing so the earth is like a second home to him maybe so he keeps on coming is born teaches tells everybody what this uh, entire system of yoga is and then goes back then comes again again tell teaches one more time and then goes back because memory is very short people don't remember most of the things today we have facebook to remind us of lot of things isn't it but that time maybe <laughs> there was no facebook so let us come back that was a small stupid joke anyway Lord Brahma spoke this Vedic knowledge to his eldest son Manu and seven great sages headed by Bhrigu Muni and then accepted the same knowledge from Manu so it's like a the knowledge keeps on going back and forth back and forth back and forth so the knowledge was given by Brahma Brahma is called the creator 
a creator gave it to his son who is called manu and then so on and so forth and after that there were various generations which came about and the whole knowledge got recycled from the four fathers headed by brigo brigo muni and other sons of brahma appeared many children and descendants who assumed different forms as demigods demons human beings goyakas siddhas gandharvas vidyadharas charanas kindevas kinnaras nagas kimpurusha and so on all of the many universal species along with these respective leaders appears with different natures and different desire generated from the three modes of material nature therefore because of the different characteristics of living entities within this universe there are great many vedic rituals mantras and rewards now think about it like this this verse is telling you that many kinds of creatures got generated all right now every creature creature does not mean actually an animal or a human being it could be any kind of entity all right aliens also included of course <laughs> aliens also come under his domain so if they have to uh, antenna sticking through their head also they are also a part of this okay don't think that they might be from some other uh, you know planet doesn't matter so if you consider them they are a part and parcel of this entire journey and because they are part and parcel of this entire journey so what he says so different kinds of teachings were given depending on the taste now think about it if i have to tell a tiger from tomorrow onwards you become vegan or you become a vegetarian does it help no a tiger is not going to eat grass so his his knowledge his knowledge base or whatever is embedded inside of him or whatever is told to him by his parents that means the tiger and these animals have their own parents isn't it parentage so they will follow exactly what comes their way naturally right so here again in the same way you will find that human beings also have been taught by their forefathers and knowledge has been passed down to us so you will find that in certain generations we have a certain kind of a knowledge coming in and then as you grow ahead so on and so forth now in different parts of the world there are different kinds of sharat you'll have to mute your call please so in different parts of the world there are different kinds of people who live over there and these people have their own lingo they talk in their own language they also have their own culture but over the ages things are lost here sri krishna is saying that over the yugas since the knowledge was lost it was again regiven by brahma ji to his children and so on and so forth so we have still something which is called the manusmriti manusmriti is nothing but should i say the framework of how we are supposed to live in this world now it is not valid for some 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 verses are valid for some some are not valid it's very simply based on every individual's characteristics remember this because of different characteristics of the living entities within their universe there are great many vedic rituals mantras and rewards see you know uh, you seen a parrot who is trained the parrot is trained to sing 
Now when he sings, he is given one small reward. Now human beings cannot be given that kind of a reward. Okay, come on, you sing so I will give you one small grain. No, <laughs> human beings' rewards are different. Likewise, if there is a tiger, there is a snake, every kind of creature in this world has been rewarded differently. Every kind of being, every kind of entity in this world, including a tree. A tree is also a living existence. Something is there. Now the tree's reward will be water, so on and so forth, for it to grow. So every individual, everything, every object has been given its specific rewards, specific knowledge, specific rules and regulations. Think. So, we come to the next verse. Thus, due to the great variety of desires and natures among human beings, there are many different theistic philosophies of life which are handed down through tradition, custom and discipline succession. There are other teachers who directly support atheistic viewpoint. Do you notice this is the first religion of its kind where Krishna actually is not even a religion. It's called Sanatan Dharma. It is called universal brotherhood of mankind. Basically, if I translate it into English. <laughs> so, Krishna is telling everybody, see, there are so many creatures, there are so many people, there are so many castes, creeds, religion, you name it. And everybody is allowed to be here. He is not disowning the atheist. Did you see the verse? There are other teachers who directly support the atheistic standpoint. So Krishna is saying to Uddhava, See Uddhava, there are so many people in this world, not only in this world, other worlds also, and they have different kinds of religion, creed, every kind of you know teachings have been given to them. They have their own teachers also. The teacher who is there for say, let us say uh, Christianity will be different than a teacher who is there for Hinduism. There will be a different teacher for Buddhism like that. And should I say that Buddhism is not going to be allowed because it is an atheistic religion? Not at all. Krishna has said this, that all, everybody is over here. And uh, let me read the verse again so that you understand properly. Thus, due to great variety of desires and natures among human beings there are many different theistic philosophies of life which are handed down through tradition custom and discipline succession that means from one disciple teacher to a disciple then to a he becomes a teacher then he is giving to his own disciples so on and so forth it's like a tradition handed down there are other teachers who directly support atheistic viewpoint also. So, Srimad Bhagavatam is telling you that everybody is divided into different different kinds of religion, sects, creeds, teachings, so on and so forth. Everybody has their own teachers and everybody is entitled for their own thinking processes. Oh, best among men, the intelligence of human being is bewildered by my illusory potency and thus according to their own activities and whims they speak in innumerable ways about what is actually good for people. Now think about it. Every individual on this planet earth keeps on advising somebody else. Think. Now you will find that you have your own set of teachers. Right from childhood, your parents have taught you certain things. 
if your parents have taught you how to eat with hands there is somebody who has taught you how to eat with fork and spoon and knife also right and then you will find somebody who is going to teach you how to eat with chopsticks right does it mean that the one who is telling you to eat with hands is wrong but you may have a belief which says you know eating with hands is wrong or bad this belief is also cultivated by means of people own thinking everybody has their own thinking and everybody thinks that they know too much so what krishna is saying over here is everybody develops their own ways of thinking their own ways of giving knowledge from one to another so now let me focus on to religious knowledge over here do you know in hinduism everybody is told remove your chappals outside the temple or when you go into a puja room you cannot wear chappals inside over there in other religions they wear the sandals or chappals or shoes inside their worship place does it mean that they are wrong and the hindus are right there is no such thing everybody is entitled to their own ways of thinking but now let us say a hindu enters a church imagine the hindu is going to remove the chappals outside here in goa i still find people put their chappals outside and enter the churches okay because you can make out that they are hindus and they are not and they have not used to wearing footwear inside the church but people wear footwear inside the church as well so krishna is saying over here because of this various kinds of belief systems were generated everybody came up with their own ways of and everybody's interpretations are different all interpret religion in a different different manner but remember everything came from this framework called the vedas everything is supposed to have come from one framework somewhere but this framework having been lost in time so krishna keeps on coming every now and then and passing on the knowledge once again so some say that people will be happy by performing pious religious activities others say that happiness is attained through fame sense gratification truthfulness self control peace self interest political influence opulence renunciation consumption sacrifice penance charity vows regulated duties or strict disciplinary regulation each process has its proponents krishna is giving a very beautiful explanation over here he says everybody has come up with his own methodologies some people say that they will be happy by performing pious religious activities now this is a season of lent i'm sure you uh, some of you all know definitely ash wednesday was there and so on you know all these things are there easter sunday is the last one okay the christians believe that this particular season they are supposed to be very pious they go to church they listen to prayers and so on and so forth hindus also have their own ways of belief i'm sure those you must have seen a lot of these people go to that ayappa temple right they will wear the black clothes they will not put footwear they will they will not go for movies they don't do this they don't do that 
same way islam also has their particular month where everybody doesn't eat during the day they eat only late in the evening after they see the moon so think about it every religion everywhere in this world and in every other worlds have come up with its own rituals its own ways of doing things similarly happiness is also defined by everybody in a different different manner so he is giving an idea about how this is brought about others say happiness is attained through fame now somebody says you know oh i became famous so i will be happy just a few days ago there were the oscar ceremonies isn't it now in the oscar ceremonies do you remember the last oscar that was given to the best picture and there was a faux pas created and in the faux pas created somebody else got it and then somebody else got it i'm sure you know you might have seen that those who didn't get it were feeling feeling very upset about it and those who got it finally they were feeling very glorious they were feeling very nice about it they got their moment of fame and that was their happiness but remember this is a temporary happiness it doesn't last for a very long time so let me come back to the next one this happiness is attained through fame sense gratification when you see certain beautiful stuff you know i'm sure you know those who are on facebook will definitely every single day they see the puppies are playing the pandas are jumping here and there and when they look at those pictures ah so nice so nice so cute and the cats are going here and there everybody finds their happiness in that little moment somewhere so likewise krishna is saying this happiness everybody finds through fame sense gratification this was sense gratification you see certain things and you feel happy you eat certain things and you feel happy you drink certain things and you feel happy hmm it's like every individual has his own levels of happiness in whatever activity that he says so truthfulness some people will say oh i am very truthful and when they are very truthful they are very happy gandhi ji had written one book experiments with truth isn't it and according to gandhi ji you have to say the truth every time some of you will say no 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 if i tell the truth lot of problems will come about of course you have your way of looking at happiness so sometimes people will say little lies they are called white lies so white lies are said oh happiness is dependent on the white lies happiness is dependent on this happiness is dependent on that so self control when a person says mai nahi piyunga mai nahi piyunga mai nahi piyunga mai nahi piyunga so he says oh control control and not nana particular control okay <laughs> so here this control is completely different so control is all about how to not do those bad things peace some people say oh, let there be peace let there be happiness all this happiness comes when there is peace think about it there are nations which talk about peace and there are nations which talk about war the same person who talks about peace fights the biggest war somewhere else united states of america 
everybody wants peace over there now look at united states it's in pieces yesterday the european parliament has come up that all the united states citizens will have to take a visa to come to europe why because there was no agreement on that they said certain countries cannot be allowed inside so so can we say that there is peace no there is no peace over there so the happiness today see indians we are allowed to enter only about 57 or 63 countries if i have to go to united states three times i have gone for the visa and three times i have been sent back so how difficult it is for a common indian citizen to go to united states now think about it from that point of view the us citizen could walk inside europe without a visa also now today the same man will have to apply for visa get it and then only go to the european nations it is easy don't you think that that is the same thing which is valid why is it that certain countries are allowed and certain countries are not allowed we do not have an idea their happiness their peace they want peace okay so self interest everybody has self interest so if something happens exactly the way you want it are you not happy see there are many people around and something that you want actually happens one second na so are you not happy political influence there are so many political parties in the us it is democrats republicans now there is a republican president so the democrats are very angry if there was a democratic president the republicans will get very angry so political viewpoint is also there isn't it so depends on politics so some will be happy when their political viewpoint is put forward and people accept it opulences when you have rich when you have so many bungalows and you know cars and this and that have you not seen all those beyonces and rihanas of this world having so many cars and so many houses and stuff like that so you feel that they are happy and they also might be feeling that they are happy because they have so many things they have clothes to wear beautiful diamonds and so on and so forth so renunciation some people will say oh i have renounced this world that person is happy from his point of view consumption person has consumption i i eat this i drink this how many people have oh i eat only i have only slim milk okay you have slim milk so you are very happy oh he has fat milk you know those 5% fat or 4% fat i don't have those things so some people are happy with drinking slim milk so there sacrifices people perform sacrifices penance charity how many people say you know i donated so much to charity okay so are you happy with it so some people will say yes of course i am very happy with the charity wow some people take vrat from today onwards i will not eat meat okay i will not touch fish i will not do this i will not drink okay so those are the vows that you can take also so they are happy regulated duties strict disciplinary regulations that means what you have very strict regulations in your world 
I always get up at 4 o'clock in the morning. Okay? Very good. Congratulations for getting up at 4 o'clock. You see, I have been taught in the army or in the navy to get up at 4 o'clock in the morning. And I do exercises for 2 hours. Okay, congratulations for doing the exercises. I do yoga sana. I do 5 hours of pranayama. Oh my goodness gracious. You are doing all those things and you are very happy. Are you not? So, each process has its proponents. So Krishna is describing all these different different kinds of things. All the persons I have just maintained obtain temporary fruits for their material work. Indeed, the meager and the miserable situation they achieve brings future unhappiness and are based on ignorance. Even while enjoying the fruit of their work, such persons are filled with lamentations. How many different things did I tell you just now? At least 25 different things I told you. People take vows, do this, do that, put up disciplines and so on and so forth. All these idiots who do these kind of things, thinking that happiness is in that, fail to understand that the happiness is so transitory. It goes so fast out of the window, you cannot even imagine. Think about it. The happiness is so transitory. It is there only for that minute. After that, it disappears. Isn't it so? You see, person who smokes, when he is smoking, he feels, Oh, I am smoking. I am so happy with it. But after he has finished, in India, we call it talap. Talap means that need to have it again and again. In the last one month, there were two cases of people eating khaini. You know khaini? Pan parag and that, that tobacco which they rub on their fingers you know, and then they eat it with uh, katechu or some other thing, lime. Now this khaini people are eating. They will put it in their mouth over here or just chew it for some time and they feel very happy. Those who say that, oh, this causes cancer. What do you feel about it? Don't you feel upset that this person is eating the wrong thing? Similarly, but that person's happiness he gets only for that particular moment in time. Remember, this happiness does not last. Even if you do charity, that happiness doesn't last. If you go to a temple, you put one heart to God. The happiness is temporary. Why don't you go again and again and again over there? You go again and again and again because you have to rejuvenate that happiness once again. Think about it. If there was this case where husband and wife make love, they have a child and after that no coming together. Is that okay? Happiness is only once? No. The person wants to do again and again and again and again. He wants to experience that happiness again and again because it is so temporary. See what he is saying, what Krishna is saying. All these people whom he have mentioned again. Just now, have we not mentioned those 25-30 different kinds of people? People who have religious vows and this and truthfulness. People say, I am so truthful, I am so self-control and this and that. All these people who keep on saying this. Their happiness is temporary. All the persons I have mentioned obtain temporary fruits 
from their material work whatever they do they get a little fruit only indeed this meager and miserable situation they achieve brings future unhappiness are based on ignorance this unhappiness which they get it's like a person says you know oh i am in love with this person okay you are in love with this person and then what are you going to do i'm going to get married to this person so they to find happiness they get married and after marriage what happens unhappiness very good very soon so you are in love very good congratulations what happens when you have a fight oh unhappiness so have you noticed it this kind of thing is like a continuous cycle a man just wants to experience the happiness again and again but he never gets it the fruit is not permanent at all so even while enjoying the fruit of their work such persons are filled with lamentations what kind of lamentations are there the lamentations which says okay lamentations oh i wish i have it again how oh, i wish i can go there again suppose you have gone on a holiday let us you have gone to kulu manali or you have gone to dehradun or you have gone to i don't know where all uti kodaikanal all this okay and when you come back from there it was so wonderful you know okay you went to england <gasps> oh my god such beautiful country oh my god you have gone to france you have seen the eiffel tower i post it on the facebook tik 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 instagram and then what happens then you come back and wishful you remember oh you know on this date i had gone here i have gone there the happiness is gone it was just momentary and then it has disappeared are you happy again with it maybe remembering it will bring you happiness but there is no happiness oh learned uddhava those who fix their consciousness on me giving up all material desires share with me a happiness that cannot possibly be experienced by those engaged in sense gratification so krishna is telling you those all this that i said just now is all temporary happiness it never comes back again never you know many of you have visited goa so many times i'm sure you know school picnic se leke college picnic se leke friends log daru peene ke liye beach ghumne ke liye zarur goa aate hain and they say oh my goa aaya tha acha kya kiya yahan pe aake majja kiya bahut kya we went on this tour then we did this and we did that all the liquor shops sell a lot of liquor over here Of course, काजू फेनी पिया अफकोर्स पिया यार बहुत अच्छा है लेकिन दैट वॉज टेम्पररी एंड मेनी टाइम्स यू नो चलो गोवा जाते हैं देर आर लॉट्स ऑफ पीपल हु कीप ऑन कमिंग टू गोवा बिकॉज यूर यू कैन हैव गैम्बल एंड डू ऑल काइंड ऑफ थिंग एंड देन दे गो बैक टू देयर वर्क वन सेकेंड अरे यार क्या जिंदगी है वापस वापस ऑफिस आना पड़ता है वापस प्रॉब्लम है लाइफ में क्या वो बॉस का थोड़ा देखना पड़ता है यू बीज दैट फेलो ड्राउन्स इन द सी we have all these things going on in our world and those who feel you know that they have a very good boss i'm sorry they may be having the worst wife or they may be having the worst husband also we don't know okay and their life would you like to spend two days of your life in somebody else's shoes forget two days one day i am sure you don't want to you wouldn't want to give up your life for somebody else's life for one day also so krishna is saying there is only one way of getting permanent happiness and what is that way the way is simply this 
that those who fix their mind on me alone only on krishna now here there was one question which was asked to me just a few days ago is krishna greater than vishnu okay the person requested that i should answer this question this was on kora you know kora i think more than 40% 50% indians are on that so it's a forum where we answer questions so somebody asked me this specifically this question who is greater vishnu or krishna everybody wrote vishnu is greater than krishna do you know that and everybody says that they are this they are theosophists they are this they are philosophers they have done so many years of research and they did this and god knows everything my answer was the only answer which said no do you know the reason why the reason is very simply this sri krishna the manifestation which appeared near delhi which is where vrindavan is or mathura is he was born in mathura he shifted to you know you know the whole story of govardhan and all that now is he not called the sampurna avatar i'm sure you know those who have heard about the uh, history they will definitely say oh krishna is the sampurna avatar so this sampurna avatar is said to be the avatar of vishnu has it been mentioned over there very good but vishnu is avatar of whose so the whole thing boils down from there to there sri krishna the one that we are talking about and the one who is telling us this thing in the bhagavatam and in bhagavad gita which are basically the highest knowledge books that we have sri krishna is the one who is the beginning of everything even the bible says that the father in heaven is the beginning of everything every spiritual text says the same thing and those who appear on the earth the jesus who appeared on the earth the sri krishna who appeared on the earth is the same jesus and the same sri krishna who is the same jesus and sri krishna there as well there means in the first divine unmanifest in the second divine unmanifest and in the manifest domain as well how many manifest domains are there two one you can see me i can see you hmm? and this one which we are talking about this sri krishna which is the one who has given birth to all the vishnus of this world oh did i make a mistake when i said all the vishnus of this world no i have not made a mistake the vishnu that is born whose avatars these are the avatars of vishnu that vishnu that mahavishnu also dies you should know this because it's the manifestation which doesn't remain this manifestation has come from the unmanifest which is called the brahma or we say narayana whatever you want to call it this first divine unmanifest has come from the second divine unmanifest which is the home 
which is the abode of Sri Krishna, the Almighty, Supreme Divine Consciousness. By the way, don't mix up this Sri Krishna with that Sri Krishna. Why? Because this one which we are talking about is encompassing everything including the Brahma. That means the Purusha and the Prakriti are also in him. He is the one who is the entire thing. And this is what he says over here. Those who fix their consciousness on me, giving up all material desires. So only those who believe in me, in the supreme divine consciousness level, in the second divine unmanifest, and where I am the manifest being, share with me a happiness that cannot possibly be experienced by those engaged in sense gratification. So when Jesus Christ was on the cross, was he not talking to his father in heaven? Sri Krishna when he was there on earth, he spoke to the Sri Krishna which is there in who was his father. That means the Krishna, the supreme divine consciousness, he was corresponding with him. So there is a supreme entity who is the master of everything and that is the one which we are talking about. Because the name is the same, we believe, oh, that Sri Krishna and that Sri Krishna are two different people. Huh? No, 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 no. This is an amsh. Amsh, you know, a portion, a tiny, tiny portion. A portion of a portion. A portion and a portion of a portion. Like that it is called. One who does not desire anything in this world, who has achieved peace by controlling his senses, whose consciousness is equal in all conditions and whose mind is completely satisfied in me, finds only happiness wherever he goes. So Krishna is giving the teaching to Uddhava, says, those who have given up desires, all kinds of desires, some people have this great habit of saying, you know, oh, you mean to say I am not supposed to even enjoy this little happiness that I get? Little happiness that you get means what? Sir, think about it like this. If you are a dog in somebody's house, okay? Tum kisi ke ghar mein paltu kutte ho, Hindi mein translation bol raho. And you are enjoying a little bit of happiness by jumping out of the gate and running away and eating some kachra outside and then coming back. Okay? How does the master feel about it? I am giving this dog the best food possible in the world. Why does this dog have to jump outside the fence, go and eat some kacharapatti from some, you know, gutter somewhere and then come back? Admi ko jada wo hai, desires jada hai, wo kutte ke jese. Usko jo diya jata hai na, usme wo khush nahi hai. Usko aur chahiye. And then what happens to this dog? I will tell you what happened to my dog. You see, we had a dog, a very beautiful golden retriever. This golden retriever's name was Dugi. I had a very beautiful golden retriever, her name was Dugi. Now this Dugi was given the best of the meals at home. Every day she would jump over the fence and there was at the end of the lane, huh? There was, you know, in India we have that corner of the lane, you have one kachraka dabba. Huh? 
so she used to go in this kachraka dabba go inside the dabba and start eating all the dirty stuff over there and then she would come back even if we tried to you know control her she never controlled herself at all there were outside dogs who used to run after her okay we had total 8 dogs by the way 8 in that dugi was one of them <laughs> incidentally in fact telling about the dog we had one dog who was so attuned to drinking beer that if you give him a whole bottle of beer opened he would put his mouth on top and he would do like this and he would drink the whole thing the whole bottle of beer was finished by this dog okay uh, there used to be one uh, actor called rajendra kumar i don't know whether you all know rajendra kumar and his son was kumar gaurav huh? so rajendra kumar had given us this dog <laughs> and he was used to drinking beer <laughs> so imagine him drinking beer so coming back to dugi story so they were given the best of the foods and yet she went out finally one day because of the dirty food that she ate there was food poisoning and she died a very tragic death why because non conformity jo ghar mein khane ko milta hai wo usko nahi khane ka tha so here krishna is saying something very very sweet you know what he says one who does not desire anything within this world who has achieved peace by controlling his senses whose consciousness is equal in all condition whose mind is completely satisfied in me finds only happiness wherever he goes first you need to control your senses there is no need for the senses to go roaming all over the town you know just a few days ago i was seeing some update somebody presented one of the world's best champagne to the queen of england bollinger <gasps> my god very beautiful so you will say are yaar hum to khwab mein sochte hain uske bare mein नहीं लेकिन ओके सो शी वॉज गिवन सो देर विल बी लॉट ऑफ पीपल हुई से ओ माई गॉड सच आई विल आई ड्रिंक दिस ओनली आई ड्रिंक दैट ओनली एंड दोज यूज टू थर्रा यू नो थर्रा जो बाजू में मिलता है हाँ हाँ हाथ भट्टी से निकलता है दैट इज द चीपेस्ट थिंग यू नो इन इंडिया यू कैन गो टू हमारे बम्बई में पहले ऐसे था कि आंटी के पास जाओ और आंटी का दारू का बोटल वो देगी ये ना यह सीन ना इन हिंदी मूवीज एक आंटी का अड्डा रहता है देर आर मूवीज लाइक सागर एंड ऑल दोज प्लेसेज वेर यू हैव सीन देर इज वन आंटी जी एंड शी ऑलवेज ब्रूज दैट लिटिल लिकर एंड शी वुड गिव इट टू पीपल एंड ए पैसा देता है कि नहीं लाइक दैट यू नो सो फॉर हिम अ ब्लैक लेबल अ जॉनी वॉकर ब्लैक लेबल और वुड बी ओ माई गॉड द ग्रेटेस्ट थिंग ऑन प्लानट अर्थ and imagine those who are used to their red label one day gets a blue label oh, oh my god blue label is the best in the world doesn't he feel like that but the blue label kitna lega 
एक बॉटल है इतना उसमें से एक पैक दो पैक तीन पैक बनाएगा उसके बाद ठुस गया ना काम से सी अगेन एवरीबडी रन आफ्टर देयर ओन डिजायर्स एंड दैट इज द रीजन वाई दे फेल सो दो रन आफ्टर देयर डिजायर ही सेज वन हु डज नॉट डिजायर यू शुड नेवर डिजायर एनीथिंग बिकॉज सी रिमेंबर वाई वाई नॉट टू डिजायर वॉट इज राइट फॉर यू आई विल गिव यू द लॉर्ड इज ऑलवेज गोइंग टू टेल यू दिस वाई आर यू वरिड जो तुमको देना है वो मैं तुमको दूंगा and whatever you run after with your desires it has got karma associated with it you are going to get into fantastic karmas think just giving you an example how this works let us say there is a young man and this young man is having this desire i want to get married to a very good girl ओके अभी गुड गर्ल का मतलब क्या है बोलते कॉलेज में एक लड़की थी बहुत अच्छी थी बोला स्कूल का गर्लफ्रेंड हो तो चाइल्डहुड लव है वो तो चलता है यार होते रहता है लेकिन कॉलेज में एकदम हॉट गर्ल थी मेरी गर्लफ्रेंड थी हाँ थ्री इयर्स वी वर टुगेदर आफ्टर दैट वॉट हैपन शी वेंट अवे यू नो शी वेंट टू डू हर फर्दर स्टडी शी वेंट अवे अच्छा फिर उसके बाद क्या हुआ वो थे ना फाउंड अनदर गर्ल मेरे ऑफिस में थी फिर क्या हुआ वो भी चली गई फिर उसके बाद वो फिर एक बहुत बरस हम लोग साथ में थे एक और लड़की थी फिर क्या हुआ अरे उसकी शादी हो गई फिर फिर कैसा हो गया फिर देवदास हो गया बड़ा दाढ़ी बड़ा बाल ऑल दैट हैपन बाय द वे एंड देन व्हाट हैपन देन आई टोल्ड माई मम्मी डैडी फाइंड मी अ नाइस गर्ल Find me a nice girl and get married. Now I want you to think: if this girl was nice girl and you are going to get married to her, what you did in your past with all those other people could be a part of a new karma, isn't it? वो तुमको third लड़की ने टांग दिया ना, वो भाग गई ना किसी के साथ शादी करके चली गई ना? Do you think that that has not created a karma with you? There is a direct karma. Karma means equal and opposite reaction. Remember this. Karma is equal to Newton's law. Equal and opposite reaction. What you sow is what you reap. Means what? If that girl has got married to somebody else, leaving you high and dry, is there a precursor to that? Is there a karma associated with that? Hundred percent. it could be that in some other life you will meet her again and you will do the same thing to her you will get married and go away somewhere and this girl will be left high and dry at that time do you really think she is going to be happy now you think that that girl is going to be a girl it could be that you are becoming a girl and he is becoming that girl is become a boy it could be that no ha ya wo kutta ban gayi hai aur tu tum kutti ban gaye ho wo bhi ho sakta hai ha tum kida ban gaye ho wo bhi kida ban gayi hogi pata nahi it could be anything and it could attain because you have to return it back in equal proportions 
If you have taken 10 rupees, you have to give 10 rupees back. You know, I have some idiots who keeps on telling me, Are you know, I like to do charity. I have given charity, I have given 10,000 rupees. So, this Admi Kum Tumne charity, I have given 10,000 rupees. Do you have to give 10,000 rupees? No, no, that was charity. Sir, you are guaranteeing yourself a life where you are going to be in his state, poor like hell. And he will be rich and he will give you that 10,000 back. So have you not sanctioned yourself another life? 100%. You have. So as many affairs as you have, as many people that you meet, are you not putting yourself in a jeopardy of getting to meet the same idiots again and again and again and again in your life? That is karma. You have to repay it. If not in this life, some other life or lives later. Some people have said, you know what? Oh, my karma is over. Sir, how is your karma over? If you have gone and shot 30 people in the in the uh, in the say in the street somewhere, karma is over, is it? Oh, next life? One out of those 30 will shoot you. 29 is still balanced, no? So have you not sanctioned directly proportional 29 more lives? Because you can be shot only once, isn't it? You can be dead only once, no? In that life. Common sense, hai na? Common sense will tell you this. If a girl gives you a life, then will And have you not sanctioned yourself multiple lives because of this nonsense? You have. And that is the reason why you got to be very careful. So he says, why are you running after all your desires? Don't run after all your desires. You can control your senses. Senses, let us take one example. Okay. Now suppose you like a particular kind of a pizza. You know pizza? Huh? Abhi pizza khate ho, tab usme cheese to zarur rehta hai. Tomato to zarur rehta hai. Sauce. Rehta hai na? You see, there is something which we call karma associated with eating pizza. Kya baat kar rahe ho? Pizza khane se karma hota hai? Sir, 100% hota hai. Pizza, ban- in a pizza banane ke liye, jo cheese use karte hai, whatever cheese that is used, do you know it is created by certain bacteria? And the tomato that you are eating, it may have a certain amount of, you know, kida, makoda, which you, they are getting killed when you are making those tomato ketchup. Oh, I never thought of that. This kind of karma which is associated with these small insignificant creatures is called chuli, kandani, all those kind of things. Even the place where you sit on, there also are you not killing millions of germs? So how many sins are being created? How many karmas are created? Karmas get created every minute, every second, even if you open your eyes. When you open your eyes, or whatever the number of creatures that are sitting on top of your eyebrows or that eyelashes are flying away like this. Are they not dying? Is not something happening to them? So this karma is multiple faceted. Nobody knows how to do it. 
So Krishna is saying one simple thing. Do not have desires. Don't bother about desires. Don't bother, you know, this controlling of senses and stuff like that. Whose consciousness is equal in all conditions. So the person who is surrendered to Krishna, he doesn't have much desires. His consciousness is lost in Krishna alone. You are completely single-pointedly devoted to him. And his mind is completely satisfied in me, finds only happiness wherever he goes. Why was I telling you about all this karma? You remember my very simple principle of proxy? Proxy means, ये मेरा आदमी है. Don का आदमी ने मर्डर किया ना तो बड़ा सबसे बड़ा कौन है? गुनेगार? Don है. आदमी ने. That's called proxy, isn't it? If I tell somebody else to do certain crime for me, who is a bigger culprit? Me. So think like that. If Krishna, you have surrendered to Krishna and whatever he says you are doing, there is no karma attached to you. When you are surrendered to Krishna, everything goes to him. Remember, he is the master of everything. So, I will take this last verse. One who has fixed his consciousness on me desires neither the position or abode of Lord Brahma or Lord Indra, nor an empire on earth, nor sovereignty in the lower planetary system, nor the eightfold perfection of yoga, nor liberation from birth and death. Such a person desires me alone. This is a very dangerous verse. You know now, now why is it so dangerous? The reason is very simply this boss. Whatever you do, Whichever heaven you want to, useless. Whichever yoga that you want to, is useless. Going to any temples, doing pre- presentation, ye, wo, charity karo, kuch bhi karo, koi kaam ka nahi hai. Kisi se bhi tumko mukti nahi milne wali hai. Kisi se bhi nothing is guaranteeing you. Nobody on this planet earth has the, got the right to guarantee. Even if Brahma Ji comes or Vishnu comes or whoever comes, they can never guarantee you freedom, no self, self-realization. Because they themselves are not realized. No Brahma Ji is realized. No Vishnu is realized. No Shiva is realized. They have to struggle for their realization. I don't know whether you know about this, but this is the most important verse that I am telling you. One who fixes his consciousness on me alone, even Jesus Christ, when he came on earth, did he not, even though he was a son of God, did he not have to go through sadhana? He had to go through it. Did Krishna, when he was born on earth, did he not go through sadhana? Yes. Even if Brahmaji is born, he has to go through sadhana and get liberation. Nobody is cancelled out from that. No special permissions. No special passes. Mm-hmm. No, not allowed. So, those who come on these lower planetary systems, they have to follow a path. This verse, I shall be doing tomorrow. So, please join in tomorrow and I am going to stop over here. Alright.